What's up, y'all? Another week of tech file. I have a. If you're watching the video, you can see the. You can hear it on the audio. I got a. I got a gift for the for the gentleman tonight. Tasty treat. I got a tasty treat for everybody. I'm actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Rewind, wait, 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 wait. Re rewind me real quick. <laughs> I have brought along something to share with the entire cast. I'm going to pass it out during the intro, <laughs> during the theme song, and we're gonna try it live on air. So, dude, hit the pain music so I can pass this out while y'all catch y'all breath. I didn't mean it that way. Episode 309 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I'm trying to bring some energy. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Sorry. Only known as the Eric J. <laughs> and I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The, the gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K Diddy. Take that. Take that. Alright, guys. So I brought everybody this week uh, ginger shots. Oh, oh good. Need that. Yes. On what? And pineapple chasers. Pineapple um, chasers. I'm you, supposed you, to eat you, the pineapple after, after I take you the shot. take the shot because you're going to need it after the oh, shot. I got chew it. Chew what? Pineapple. How else you gonna eat pineapple if you don't chew it? That's wrong with you, bro. What's wrong with your boy? Tell what I gotta chew. Okay. It. So. Wait. So wait. 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 Like, that's, I mean, this is real oh, ginger right. that was juiced, so it's gonna be a little. It's gonna be spicy. bitter. It's gonna be like. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be spicy. It's gonna be spicy. What's kind of it's spice? It's gonna be like that ginger ale. Jesus. <laughs> the bold one. But bolder. That bold with the bolder. <laughs> I was like, that bold. So, to start the show off, that bold was fighting. Let me tell y'all something. So, live on air, we're going to do this to start the show off. Because health, health, health is wealth. Uh, health is wealth. Ginger shots are good for the... Yep. No, bro. You no. might not be able to do it all in one gulp, and that's fine. No, I'm going to go ahead. You can try it. But the ginger, the apple, or pineapple chaser is necessary. Trust oh, me. Okay. Uh, cheers, Jake. And this comes from somebody that don't drink, so I don't know how to take shots at all. Wait a minute. I'm going to sip mine a little bit. I know I'm going to need this pineapple. I'm just finished. Leave me alone. Let me figure it out. Ginger Tim shots for my bros, so everybody can have a shot. This is my kind of shot. Ginger ah, shots. Is it to hell? Salute, everybody. Ah, to hell. Ah, to hell. Oh, ah. shit. Cheers. Ah. Oh, that's disgusting. Woo! God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Told you it was spicy. Mm-mm. It's good for your digestive health. Mm. It's too healthy. Mm. <laughs> Woo! I'm too regular already. I can taste the grass. <laughs> oh my God. Spice. Boy. It's gonna I can keep taste burning the grass. It's like Jamaican rum. Cheers, gents. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> Things I do for this podcast. God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Health is wealth. <laughs> <laughs> this shit hot. It's gonna burn it on the way down. Help, Thank God for the pineapple chasers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, I feel it in my ears every time. It's like clearing out my sinuses and everything. Ah. <clears throat> Woo. Okay. Other housekeeping that we have. Woo. Do we have a sport fact of the week? Uh. Ooh, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> my ears. Uh, no, I have a different game though. Let's get into it. What's the game you got for us? Uh, let me pull up. I'm going to eat this pineapple while you're getting our game ready. Because. Boy, that has some kick to it. This is the Mike Breen Bang Game. Jesus um, Christ. Uh, so, I forgot to grab the user's name, but somebody on Twitter apparently compiled a report this. of, like, every bang. <laughs> every bang that Mike Breen ever said on the ABC ESPN broadcast. Okay. So then he compiled it and then like listed out who got the most bangs. Ah. Again. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to see if we could name, let's say the top 10. Okay. So from 2012-2013 season to 2022-2023 season. So last 10 seasons. Okay. Yep. Bangs. Yep. So... I've already seen it. Like, so we can let's popcorn. I'm gonna let y'all talk first though. Just uh just throw out names. Steph Curry. Number that one. Is number one with a bullet. Forty one bags. Ah Bang. I mean he had that one bang, bang, bang. <laughs> that counts as one bang. Yeah. That's one bang. Work? Yeah. Uh so actually we'll do top eleven because they're Ooh. a bunch tied for nine. Um <clears throat> All right, so we got Steph Curry number one. Um, Dame. Yeah. Dame is not there. Oh, really? Where? Yeah. No, because you got to think about oh, who's played a lot of ABC. ESPN, ABC oh, games. Oh, okay, okay. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is number two. Okay. 28 bangs. 28 bangs. Um, <laughs> so Steph is 41, <laughs> number one. Clay is number two with, with 28. 28. <laughs> like, Dame is for the bangs. Um, James Harden. James Harden is on the list. He has seven bangs. Okay. If y'all, if y'all in the comments, give us who you think is top 11 bangs. Bangs. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, KD. West Kevin Durant is tied for third. He has nine bangs. Okay. Kyrie. Kyrie, yes. I feel like... Tied for ninth. I feel like LeBron. Yeah, six. LeBron's yeah, not on LeBron. there, is he? Yeah. LeBron, LeBron is also tied for third. Is okay. he? Nine bangs. Nine bangs. Y'all, y'all knocking it out. Yeah. Um, what we got left? Uh, Ooh, that's a yeah, good Devin one, Shell. Devin Booker. Devin Booker, a good one. Devin Booker. You got nope. national games, though. That's the um, thing. Oh, shit. How about um, Westbrook? Enough. Westbrook. Westbrook. Hey, Westbrook was knocking him down nope. when he was on KC. What about Kawhi? Kawhi Leonard. Okay, yes, so. is on the list. He's oh, tied really? with James Harden with seven. Paul George? No, nope. he's been hurt. Yeah. Kawhi's been hurt. <laughs> but Kawhi's been in a lot of national games. Yep. Um... So let's see, we have I one, feel like we two, obvious ones. I do too, three, and I've seen this before. I can't think. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, I think about like think about like when he does bang shots. Like it's, it's a big shot, like a huge shot. Like it's probably gonna be like long range. Mm-hmm. So either a three pointer or like a mid range. What about Trey Young? So Kobe ain't on there. No, no, no. Yeah, that was towards the end of Kobe. So you have Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. That's a good one. He is okay. Surprisingly tied for three. Thank you, okay. KG. That's no, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good as well. one. So like we the top five points. we have <coughs> Steph Curry, forty-one, Clay Thompson, twenty-eight, mm-hmm. and Tatum, Durant, and James, LeBron James, all tied with nine. 
Okay. Okay. Um, we got one, I'm pretty sure y'all not going to get. So just think about like somebody obscure that might have hit a bunch of big shots. Uh, Danny Green. Ooh, ah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah, so he's yeah. right below them. He that's he got eight. I was like, gotta be a, when you said JJ, it was like, no, it's, it's, it's gotta be someone like that. That's a good one though. Yeah, yeah so you got like two JJ more people right. that are tied for ninth, and then that's the top ten or top eleven. Shoot. Uh, uh, give us a hint. So one is a person's favorite player at this table. Chris Paul. I was oh. going to say Chris because of the national games. I was going to say Chris Middleton. <laughs> but he, had, he, had, he had a lot of clutch shots. Like, younger Chris Paul was... Yeah, I was like, you talking about me? Uh, <laughs> would Dirk be on there? Nope. <clears throat> the last person is someone I would consider a villain. You would consider a villain? Yes. It's not Draymond. Yeah, it ain't Draymond. That was first person I thought. It ain't Dylan too. Brooks. Who else is there a villain? There are two people like? is whose it teams I Jimmy? root against off GP. Jimmy Butler? Is it Jimmy, Jimmy? Butler? No. I was saying, I actually think I see him. We said Tatum already. Yeah, he's on the list. Um, I mean, he hates the Celtics. Is it uh, Jalen Brown? No. It ain't D. Yeah, D. Wade not on there. D. Wade, KG has a good one. I don't think it's D. Wade. Mm -hmm. Not a villain. Okay, and he got traded this offseason. Uh-huh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Help. Plenty of people got Um, It ain't KD. It ain't Kyrie. Or oh, is it Kyrie? No. Uh, no, he didn't get traded this offseason. Off oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. who is it? Who is no, it? No, Christian Wood? No. <laughs> Come on. Man. I give up. Who is it? Okay, it's Marcus Smart. I really? would not really? have guessed Marcus Smart. Yeah, I definitely Marcus would not, I have, would not have guessed Marcus Smart. But think about how many deep playoff runs the Celtics have, how often yeah. they're on national TV, and how often he's shooting. <laughs> yeah, he was shooting a lot. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Yeah, so that, that was fun. That's like, cool, okay. Uh, Boom goes the dynamite. I have no idea how they <laughs> let me go like <laughs> Yes. Boom goes the dynamite. Okay. Shell said Fred Van Vliet. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Power that was cool. I like that one. So we ain't going to do the game. We need the names. We played the game already for our sport fact. So sure. some housekeeping before we get into the topic discussion. As a reminder, y'all, uh, thank you to everybody who's already in the YouTube uh, comments watching us live as we record episode 309 make sure you like up this video mm -hmm. while you're in here uh, subscribe subscribe and of course turn on the notification bell so you know when we go live we go live every Tuesday around 7 p.m. central time be uh, here. yeah be here and I mean if you're listening to the audio only version of it again it would mm -hmm. be really helpful too if you can just make sure you subscribe to that YouTube even if you don't watch it on that platform Quick the hit. subscription helps Drop Share a comment, it. whatever was your favorite part of the episode or something like that. Review you can it. always rate and review the podcast. Give us five stars wherever five you can. And share the show with your people because, you know, we're trying to grow our fan base. Grow. Absolutely. We've been doing this for a while. We give you all mm -hmm. some fire content. And mm -hmm. one free way to support the pod is just sharing it. Easy money. Let do people it. know. So do all that for us. We appreciate y'all. We're going to keep giving y'all this content. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see, like, while she was saying that, I just went and retweeted the uh, the show tweet. See like, how quick yeah. it is. That, that quick. That quick. Quick and easy. And if you're listening after the show's already live, you can still go and repost, retweet, because you're going to see us post, like, hey, episode 309, watch it. It's going to be on our Instagram. It's going to be on our Facebook. It's going to be on our Twitter, the website formerly known as Twitter. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on all that, so just repost it when you see it. It'd be great. Yeah, let's move these empty cups out the way. <clears throat> All right, dude. Cue what's up. Let's get into the topics of the week. Big whistles. All right. Damn ginger shot still. 
cooking. Did you eat all your pineapple? Yeah, I ate all that damn pineapple. <laughs> I had to get rid of that damn taste. I feel good now. It's, 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 it's cooking. It need to cook. Apparently, you need the, the extra. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing his job. Right. Let it clean you out. <laughs> Unclog you. Remember when? Never mind. I'm not going to. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was going to talk about Tim's diet. NFL yeah. four things. So, this is the part of the show. We take a look back over the last week in the NFL. We each pick something that we want to discuss from the last week. Mm-hmm. Tim, kick us off. What do <clears> you want to talk about from the last week of NFL football? The losers. Oh, boy. <laughs> All the losers? Um, so, just the ones that ain't got a dub and they, uh, they win column yet. Oh, so, so the, the double losers. Yeah, because like, there are some cats that, that got L's that, okay, they may be 1-1, one one, but the ones that are 0-2, it's not that many of them. 2, 4, 6, it's 8 of them, right? So some that you expect to be there, the Bears, <laughs> the Texans. You see, he started with you. <laughs> the Cardinals. <laughs> like, you expect them to be there. But there are some that are there that you kind of wonder, like, hmm, I was not expecting you to be in the same company as the first three. Like who? The Bengals. Yeah. The Chargers. And with Sean Payton's debut this year, the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, he was talking cash about the Broncos coaching last year, and at least last year they got off to a 2 and one start. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got the Patriots and the Vikings down there, too. <clears throat> I'm not surprised by any Not a hot take about the maybe, Bengals. Maybe the Bengals. Oh, wait. The Bengals for sure mm-hmm. is the surprise. Is it? To me. You said the Bengals are? To me, are. Yeah. They started off last season 0-2, too. Mm-hmm. They always start off slow, but then they end hot. I want to say always, but... Since, Normally, since, even since Ocho. With the Joe Burrow... Oh, you going back, back? Yeah, yeah. even then they. I, thought, I was going to give you some credit saying, like, the Joe Burrow Bengals, but mm-hmm. you, 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 you went back. <laughs> I mean, they lost to the Browns and they lost to the Ravens. Two teams that are supposed to be pretty good this year. The Browns look garbage. I mean, the Browns are going to be garbage without Nick Chubb, but... Mm-hmm. Boy, that injury sucked, too. Big yes. garbage. Yeah, I saw the replay of that. First thing I thought of was Wills McGahee, and then I looked at trending topics, and it was like, Wills McGahee. So I'm like, yeah, it looked disgusting. Like, I was like, jeez. The, the Bengals, again, That's I'm not surprised they started 0-2. Mm-hmm. Um, one... They had some tough game. I mean, the the Browns were supposed to be a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. My NFL thing is about the Browns. I, I'll, I'll <coughs> save a little bit of that for that. But the other piece, of, I mean, the Bengals started 0-2 last year. So, like, it's not a surprise to me to see them there. Mm-hmm. Um, just like it's not a surprise for me to see the Vikings there at this moment. Because we talked about the win regression. They won, like, 11 games last season. Yeah. One score wins. And I was like, that's going to regress. Yeah. And it's regressing. Mm-hmm. They have lost... Both of their games this season, and both of those were one-score games. Boy, they made Baker Mayfield look great. You talking? Wait, the, the wait, Bears. I'm, I'm thinking the Bears. The Bears played Tampa Bay. Because I mean, they lost to Baker Mayfield too, the Vikings. It's crazy. So maybe Baker Mayfield's good. Though. <laughs> maybe he's having a resurgent year. <laughs> he hasn't thrown any picks yet either. I mean, look at the secondaries he was in. Right, right. I'm, I'm just stating the facts here. I'm sorry that the facts hurt your feelings, but those are the facts. Hey, man, at this point, <laughs> I'll wait. I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> but other than other than that, I have been surprised with the fight that the Cardinals have been putting up okay. in their games. Their games have been close. It's kind of like they find them a way to lose because some of these they probably should have won. But um, they should have yeah. won against the Giants. Yeah, they should. They tricked that one. Uh, 
Patriots down there, they lost to the Eagles and the Dolphins. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. And, but they were fighting in both of them, and this past week, they were without, like, three of their linemen. Mm-hmm. So... Makes a difference, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> the Chargers lost two very, very close games. They lost by two against the Dolphins, and they lost in overtime by three to the Titans this week. So, them two, like the Chargers and the Bengals, I don't expect to be down there long. Okay, I agree. Minnesota. Again, I preface everything I say in the NFL portion by, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah. <laughs> I will say, I never trust the Chargers. Haven't since the Phillip Rivers days like even when they have the most talent like it feels like it's something that never Shop never quite earls <laughs> right <laughs> it's just something <laughs> that just don't like, they just don't mm. but Herbert is 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 it though I mean Phillip Rivers was it Drew Brees was it like they, they just never, never quite <laughs> this is facts next week the Chargers uh, head to Minnesota to play the Vikings so at least one of those teams will move out of the no wins <laughs> column out of the toilet bowl it'd probably be the Chargers <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree with you. Yeah, like that. they got they got the pieces there to be an issue. Like they still got Bosa, they still got Mac, they still got uh, the receivers like Herbert. They got the pieces there. Yeah, so. they have all the talent in the world. They always have all the talent. In the world. Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> okay, so since we talk about Minnesota, quick hot take with Minnesota. Um, I see Dwayne in here. What about getting rid of um, of your boy? Cousins mm-hmm. send them to the Jets. I thought you were going to say to the Bears. Well, they getting in return. Who who gonna be the backup? Who who's the backup? Backup to who? To Which who, team? Like for who, Minnesota. Who if he's sending up Cousins, who's starting? Oh, for Zach. <laughs> he young. They want to give Kirk Cousins up for Zach Wilson. Hey, hey that don't sound that bad. Pourquoi? It, it probably don't sound bad to Jets fans. It don't sound that bad. I would, why would why would Minnesota, why Minnesota do that? Hey, bro, Kirk. Kirk, Kirk Go to New York. Kirk to, can't play in under the bright lights. To, you gonna send him to New York? To be fair, one, Kirk Cousins is <laughs> a far better quarterback than Zach Wilson. Yeah. So he would be an upgrade in New York. Yeah. And also there's the whole piece of if Minnesota is going to be paying Kirk this summer mm-hmm. going forward. So if you know you're not going to pay Kirk, mm-hmm. I could see somebody saying it might make sense to get rid of him and get something back. But the Vikings also want to win this year. <laughs> so... I don't see them trading Kirk Cousins because he's their best quarterback option that what they have. What week is the trade deadline? Oh, that's Roughly. not until oh, sure. like November or December. Okay. So like they'll be like <clears throat> six to eight games in at least mm-hmm. at that point. Like if they're mm-hmm. one and seven, like Let's see. Kirk Cousins got some something on somebody in Minnesota. They're gonna pay him again. The trade to... deadline is October thirty first. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Halloween. Week six ish, um, yeah. I mean, like if they're not good, like one, if they're not good, then why would the Jets do it? <laughs> but mm-hmm. on the flip side, if they feel like this season is a lost cause, like I can mm-hmm. easily see them cutting bait. Like to your point, not wanting to pay them. Mm-hmm. It's time for a new direction. Like that, it's a really good quarterback draft apparently. So or at least Caleb Williams is supposed to be that dude. It's supposed so, to be a couple. Of them. No, it's a couple of them in this draft. <clears throat> I see our Vikings fan in the comment, Dwayne. He said, uh, "No, if they lose him, we'll, we'll end up getting losing Jettas, which is probably yeah." I don't like Kirk like that, but his record ain't fully on him, which is true. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's that is true. Kirk not that bad. <laughs> I mean, that documentary thing, like, made me like him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, quarterbacks. The did quarterbacks made me more like likable for sure. I said a million times though, like. 
you know, finding a quarterback is so hard. Like, even the mediocre ones, like, are we sure we can find better? <clears throat> so when you get one, it's like, shit, hold on to him. Like, you might get lucky that year. Uh, what's the name? Matt Ryan had an MVP year. Like, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan wasn't elite, but he was good enough. He could keep you in the hunt. Yeah. Get you playoffs every year. I know about quarterbacks. Do you? <laughs> uh, do you? He do. I've been watching other teams. Ooh, boy. I'm just saying. It's not so... Teams without a win. Right. Um, of those teams, the one I would say should be most concerned. Denver. I, you know what? I know what I said about the Bengals already, but I'm going to actually pick them. But it's not because of just the record alone. It's mm-hmm. the fact that Joe Burrow actually did just re-aggravate his calf again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. So for that part of it, like at least last year they had health <clears throat> Mm-hmm. This year, he's already has a calf injury, and he had it in the preseason, and now he got it aggravated this past game. Yeah, that's tough. Whenever it's soft tissue injuries, I've said it multiple times on this show: mm-hmm. calves, hammies, quads, whatever that soft tissue, like that muscle injury is, like mm-hmm. those tend to linger. Those are the injuries you don't want to see because they can just be reaggravated so easily. So, I actually am going to agree with you and go. I'm gonna go with the Bengals because of the the. The health concerns with their star quarterback because without Joe Burrow, yeah, it's right. AFC is so stacked too, so Boy. you can't you can't lose that many games, especially not starting off. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll say the Broncos just because. Again, Sean Payton came out talking about that <laughs> shit. Talking about that good shit a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson don't look any better. He do look. He no. He, he looks, looks a little bit. Better. He looks better than he did last year. Yeah, that's not saying much. <laughs> but he, you, he, yeah, okay, he does look right. better. He, he had a three hundred yard game. Wait, I think he had like two TDs last Sunday. Yeah. He looked all right. He looked better than week one. Week one, he was kind of shaky. Yeah, let me pull up his stats <clears> from Sunday. <throat> what would you do, Russ? Like three something. 300, 308 yards, three touchdowns, yeah. an interception. Yeah. So he, he also ran for fifty six yards. He had a, Damn, he had a good game. Yeah, yeah, he had a he had a good game. He looked better. But Cam, which team would you say should be the most concerned? Um, of the winless bunch. As a reminder, those teams are the Patriots, the Vikings, the Chargers, the Panthers, the Texans, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Bears, and the Broncos. Uh, um, I'm going to say Broncos just because of the offseason things, which, you know, bringing in Sean Payton, and basically they need to rebound. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot have a season like last year especially with bringing in Sean Payton because he's supposed to be the savior mm-hmm. so yeah you definitely they I think it is the Broncos because this is redemption time especially for for, uh, for Russ so to everybody in the comments first make sure y'all see what Serial Sensei was telling y'all to do <clears throat> and secondly let us know which of those teams that have started the season off 0-2 give you the most concern we're like mm, red flags there I'm curious to know what y'all what y'all feel as well Eric, Thank what's your NFL one thing? Uh, I only watched one game this weekend. <laughs> that was Packers versus Falcons. <laughs> uh, once that game was over, kind of left a sour taste in my mouth, and I turned off TV for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I'm not that down on it. Like, I know that what this year is supposed. To, sorry, let me start over. Packers lost to the Falcons, 25-24. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that down about the result. Like. They look good for three quarters. Well, they look three quarters. Pretty good for three quarters, mm-hmm. um, and then just completely fell apart in the fourth. Um, like the good things that I saw in the first three quarters gives me more confidence 
going forward than mm-hmm. that last bad quarter <laughs> makes me feel you know trepidation so um like the good things were jordan love looked really good mm-hmm. the one thing i really like about him is his demeanor i mean that's what caught my attention like he always like Calm. again <laughs> first three quarters of the game like didn't look rattled at all just like every time they would cut to him had the same look on his face you couldn't tell if they were up 20 or down 50 <laughs> like mm-hmm. he just was stoic mm-hmm. um he, he seems to have a pretty good command of the team. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like, I don't know, like, reading body language. Like, I can't go off a bunch more than that. Like, I'm, it's not like I'm in the huddles. But uh-huh. He got a little edge to him, too, when he broke off that run and mm-hmm. got into the defenders. The defender was about to walk away from the play, mm-hmm. and Jordan started yapping. The defender turned around like, wait a second, are you talking? You, you, coming <laughs> you better me? get your quarterback. Talking all that crazy. <laughs> so, like, I like that um, the rookies and second-year receivers look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, like, which really gives me, <laughs> yep. you know, like once they're fully healthy and get Watson back, like everybody mm-hmm. should be knocked down a peg, which would help, you know, like they they have talent in, in the receiver room. So like, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw some flashes from the tight, uh, what's his name, Hargrave or Hargrove? Musgrove. Musgrove. <coughs> I don't know. The, the rookie tight end. <laughs> like he looks good. He's fast. Like Super, I like that yeah. about it. Um, so offense look good. The defense. <sighs> Uh, again, first three quarters was kind of bendy but not breaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the quarter they broke. Um, the run defense really needs to Golly, get it together. Carve them boys up. He is, he is a talent. Breaking. That's why he's a top ten draft pick. Right. Like, I like, get it. I'm, 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 <laughs> I get it. <laughs> he knows how to run. Like the right way. Of all the runs that he did, the most impressive one to me was. It was like a stretch off the right uh, guard. And bro went to... He hit the hole, but it looked like everything collapsed. But he just stayed on his hip. And he ran for like a good seven yards with like everybody literally around him. And he just kind of stayed behind him using his blocker to go up about seven yards. I'm like, bro... Of all the runs he did, outside of him snatching ankles, on no, that he wall. was taking ankles. He was, he was breaking tackles it. and taking ankles. But that run there, I was like... Oh no! You know how to run. <laughs> you are a running back. And to your point with that, a lot of times you see younger running backs who uh, they dance the a lot. Mm-hmm. Hate the left to right. And he don't dance. He sees where he needs to go, and he'll make a move to try to you know evade. But he's really he stays within himself, and he's trying to get to that first down marker to that end zone every time. Like they they have a great running back tandem. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say in like Atlanta, Algier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like he's good. And then Robinson comes in, and you're like, that's he, special. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Algier is fine. Like, he'll he's get also the job a more soft runner. Right, right. He gets the job done. Like, probably he's a 1,200 yard back if he was like the, the focal, point, focal point. Robinson comes in, it's just like a whole different beast. And it's just like, he can, you, shit. Can, you, can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can break him out. He can be yeah. a receiver. He can, like, bro, just takes off. Like, next thing you know, he's six yards up the field. You're like, five. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta be able to tackle him. <laughs> that man's um, shifty. Sorry, I forgot to mention one thing on the offensive side of the ball. Like, you can see the depth of the offensive line, which was a strength coming in. It's like, you can't just keep taking, you know, taking hits to it. Um, Because eventually, like, you know, you're subbing people out, putting people in different positions. Like, again, I'll give them a bit of a pass in that 
they were kind of trying to make shift it. And even fly. still, they weren't even that bad. No, as a make, and they, I mean, they went in the game without Batiari, mm-hmm. and then they lost Jenkins during the game, mm-hmm. which was like a blow because you don't mm-hmm. really want to see Royce Newman coming in the game. Yeah, Newsom, but like he was even all right. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't terrible. Where like the offense collapsed on itself, but like of course it would have been better if we had our real mm-hmm. left side of the line, but. That depth came through to the point where they didn't have to drastically change how they run their offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my mm-hmm. disappointment came with the defense. That's the only one. Like, the two picks. That they dropped. And square in the chest in the hands. Both of them. Quay's was weird. It was like Quay like jumped up. And he then jumped like, and he didn't need to jump. <laughs> I think it surprised them. Where the ball actually like, was. Like, the speed at which it, the ball was. Like, it probably snuck up on them. It was dang near the same interception he got on yeah. Fields in the week he, he didn't have to jump. He literally could have just put his hands up, caught that. But, again, it probably snuck up on him. He was like, ah! <laughs> That's <laughs> what it looked like. He jumped, and then it was like at, at his, his neck. It yeah. was like, you probably didn't need to jump at that point. Um, Alexander's? Jair just like, He just ah. dropped that. He was looking at the end zone and, and just Jair dropped six. it. But both Four of those six. picks would change the game. When you lose by one. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, like that. the first drive when they got the penalty... On the, that knocked him out of field goal right well, two it did not knock them out that that his we saw this rookie kicker they drafted the guy because he wasn't known for his accuracy he was known for having a big leg mm-hmm. and they drafted him you see him in the preseason he had a 57 yard field goal at Lambeau third longest in Lambeau field history you put him in a dome for a 56 yard field goal and you say I think that's too long mm. make it make sense Matt <laughs> that, but like that yes the defense didn't make the plays that they needed to play, make, but like I'm pointing the finger at the coaching staff. Specific, like Lafleur wasn't great, great. Wasting timeouts again, boy. <laughs> Couldn't get the play in on time. It's like it's simple shit that you should in your what fourth year as head mm-hmm. coach. Like that shit should be a well-oiled machine at that point. Like mm-hmm. give me the play, get it into the huddle. Like they're breaking the huddle with like 15 seconds left. Like that can't happen. Um, he reminds me of Bud in some certain senses, where it's kind of like, I don't think you're a bad coach. You have moments and lapses mm. where I'm like, what were you thinking in this mm-hmm. moment? But he really does remind me of like the football Mike Budenholzer, where it's like <laughs> some of the things. I'm like, I was about the Mike Budenholzer, Bucks head, former head coach. Like he reminds me of Bud. Like some of the things you do, I'm like, I just don't understand why you made this decision in this moment. But like, I don't think you're a bad coach. It's just like you, your lapses are just like, <clears> what were you thinking in this moment? Oh, and AJ Dillon. That's a good point to bring up. Yeah, he, he was not. He did not look good. He hasn't. He hasn't looked good in a year and a half at this point. And that man was slipping all this, over the field. I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. I hate it. I said it. But he always has the Ryan Grant type run. Well, Ryan Grant looked like he's falling over himself. I'd rather have Ryan Grant than AJ. Ryan Dillon. Grant actually stayed up, but That's like what, there were times <laughs> where Ryan Grant was actually. How many times have we seen Ryan Grant actually like trip himself up? We were like, bro, come Not on. Not as much as A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, though, just can't stay. Like, he's falling every time he get touched. And they're different body types. So, like, a Ryan Grant falling more, I'm like, okay. But Dillon, we got him to be the, the bruising back to push through. We can't even get third and ones with you, fam. What are we doing? It felt like every literally every time somebody went to go grab him, bro, he was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to run you over. <laughs> it just didn't really go nowhere. Like, 
I've had big dreams for AJ Dillon to Same. succeed, especially taking over for Jamal Williams because Jamal Williams was doing his thing here. I re- that's Jamal retros- was doing yeah, his thing. In retrospect, that's that's quite a one-two punch. If we still had Jones, he would have started. Now, and Jamal was cooking when he was starting. Yeah. So it, and AJ, it was able. They was able to let him go because they felt like AJ, AJ was supposed to be. And we need that. And his first year was great. Like AJ looked great the first what two years. And then, and then it's like last year it was like, mm. and then this year starting off it's like, mm. <laughs> but the pack just to come back to the Packers too. Um, you know, going to the season we talked about this being like a development year for the team, where it's like, hey, it's kind of house money. We're just trying to see what these guys might be. I thought they could sneak into a wild card spot. Atlanta was the other team where I'm like they could probably, if not win a division, which now I'm looking at them, they, they probably will win that division. Uh, they could also get a wild card spot, but mm-hmm. the Packers. I was like, I expect to get some L's like this throughout the year, mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, this was frustrating. But I didn't expect the frustration to come from the unit that is the more established part of the team. I thought that coming to the game, if you would tell me we lost by one, and I saw that there was no Batiari, uh, Elgin got hurt, no Watson, no Jones. I'd have been like, oh, of course they lost. Like they still put up twenty four points. That's pretty good. But like they probably lost because of the offense. In reality, that wasn't the, like 24 points is enough to win a game. Uh, but that fourth quarter, things just fell apart. The defense was getting gashed, and then at that point, the offense couldn't convert first downs. So that lead they did build up, it just withered away real quick. Mm-hmm. As soon as we went up 24 to 12, I was like, oh, we got a nice little cushion. It was, it was almost time to start partying. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to be all right. No. And that would have been the first time in Packers history that the team started 2 and 0 had they won in Atlanta with two row games. They've never, whenever they start the season off with two row games, they normally lose one, at least. So it would have been franchise history making had they won in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But this is the type of loss that you can learn Definitely. from. Like, it's not yeah, like you yeah. got outplayed. You made, you beat yourself. Like, no disrespect to Atlanta. I was, it was a good game. Your, right, like, they beat themselves because, again, like, their inability to convert a single first down in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, not being able to get off the field on defense. Like, um, but you know, a young team, they're learning. Mm-hmm. Like they'll get through it. Question for y'all, because I'm not. There were different points of the game where I'm like, I think one, I lean one way, and then other points of the game where I lean the other way. Desmond Ritter, is he good or no? <laughs> Man, listen, he's he's uh oh what what uh, uh aggressive? Now I'm gonna come aggressively mediocre. Uh, he's young. I don't think he's it. He's okay. We're still trying to see what he's going to right. be. His I throws. guess, like my question is, like, do you think that he can be? I don't a think he's going to be great. Or can't it? Or is it like Atlanta need to start looking for another like quarterback? They, they type of Colt McCoy. I think that he works for their system because Atlanta is a run-first team. So you just mm-hmm. need a quarterback that can kind of manage and you know make the plays when he needs to. And we yeah. saw him doing that on Sunday, whether mm-hmm. it was with his legs or making. I mean, he should have had three interceptions, but faster Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Possibly. Some of them throws, bro, I was like, like the picture of Brazil Douglas, I'm like, yeah, bro, you kind of lofted that out there. And then as the game going, I'm like, a lot of your throws looking kind of. That was his first career interception. Yeah, I saw that. Throwing like that, that was the first time he got picked up. I was like, bro, I'm surprised. I'm shocked. That's then we right dropped two more. That's right what it is. He like tricks people. It's like, oh, this is easy. It's it's too easy. And, then just <laughs> and they drop it. Because uh-huh. ain't no way, boy, that you only got one in like 300 plus throws and throwing like that. I got shades of old Peyton Manning, old uh, Drew Brees. 
With the, like, duck, with the ducks, bro. Oh, Every time we let that bitch go, I'm like, where's it going? Old, old. Old, Yeah, I thought you was talking about. No, know, bro, the way that them throws. Yeah, I was like, wait, I was like, wait a second. Where you going, no, but like, um, like, he did show flashes at least where I'm like, okay, I mm-hmm. see the talent mm-hmm. and like I can see, you know, a little bit more refinement, but it also didn't seem like they were really giving him that much. They shit. don't need because they don't you need know, to. They yeah. got spoon feeding them. So I'm like, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll I'll put a pin in it and I'll see like where it goes, but I'm at least intrigued a little bit. Positively mid. To, uh, to Shell said uh Riller is possibly mid and then Dwayne added he shows flashes. And to Eric's point, the Packers going to the game had to know it was gonna be run first. Mm-hmm. So what you would have tried to do is, if you could stop the run, what you would ideally like to do is force Ridley. You wanted him to have to beat you. That's the formula to beat the Falcons. Like the run, if you can't stop the run, you it's it's tough, tough for you, <laughs> tough for you. But you know, frustrating L, especially because it was a it was a victory in hand, and you mm-hmm. felt like you could have grabbed it. It was right there, mm-hmm. and it slipped away, and that's the frustrating part. Also, but. Arthur Smith, what the fuck were you doing it like it worked out but some of those decisions he's making well that the fourth, the fourth down. down one where i'm like there's limited upside here like i get it it worked out it was fine but you went wound up kicking the field goal anyway so it's like waste of time though it mm. did that's what i'm saying like it worked out so mm. you know results over process but it's bad process <laughs> because it's like more teams are going for get, it now that's that's, that's the new <clears throat> i know it's, it's the, not really going for it the risk reward like I'm I I'm one of the people where it's like yeah always go, like first three quarters hell yeah just go for it on fourth down like you get it back whatever like I don't like the field position game right. so early in the game but like mm-hmm. at that point it's like that's if a you make don't break. get this the game is you're over probably <laughs> lose like almost guaranteed L mm-hmm. I was hope I was like ooh get a stop get a stop get a stop and then here come Bijan I'm like huh nope. Mm. Ain't no and like maybe that. that's that's what it is. You Ain't have so much no uh, confidence in your rookie running back. It's like, yeah, oh, this fly bold. I ain't never seen a fly. Look, yeah, nigga, disrespectful. But one thing that does it irritate you that the announcers every time Jordan Love throws the ball, bring up oh, that looks like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's going to get old. I was like, fam, like I, I literally stopped watching the game because I was like, fam, every every throw, folks, like come on, freeze frame the angle of his arm. Man, I'm like, come on, he leaning a little bit. There go Aaron right there. And I was watching. I'm like, okay, yeah, it do look like it, but like it's not like let this man be. Look at his footwork. Oh my gosh, let him be. Aaron Rodgers taught him everything he knows. Like that guy, Aaron was great. I was like, man, I'm turning this off. This is irritating. Special guy. To to keep keep hearing about somebody that's not even real special guy. He's not even playing. He bestowed his blessing on him. No, it's text gonna, young that's, that's going to be the narrative all. That's, that's going to be all season. It's yeah. the same thing that happened when Rogers took. We heard a lot of Favre stuff. Far, 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 far. They used to get mad that Aaron used to hold the ball because Favre used to sling that motherfucker. He holding the ball too damn long. He ain't throwing picks. He holding the ball too long. And there are still some Packer fans to this day who say they still prefer Favre over Rogers for that reason because Hell. Favre would take the chance and give his guys an opportunity to make a play on the ball, whether or not the outcome was <laughs> an interception or a catch. That was hard to tax waiting to happen with Favre. Hey, different folks like di- different strokes. So yeah, like you like defensive struggles. Some people like airing it out. So. Yeah, yeah. Tim like that game was nine to six. What a great game! <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I need you know I need a little bit of fire. A little fire, I feel it. Okay, yeah. 
Packers play their home opener this upcoming Sunday against the Saints. Jamal Williams will not be playing. Uh, his hamstring injury is lingering, so he will not get his Lambeau return this year. My NFL one thing is probably going to be pretty quick. Uh, I just want to say that Deshaun Watson's looking trash still. They say they sick, bro. Paying them all. I I saw this article <laughs> and I just wanted to highlight, I highlight a few things. As we know. The Browns pushed all their chips in. Man. For Watson gave him a fully guaranteed contract for the nasty man who had all the different cases against him. Nasty money. He missed the entire 2021 season because he wanted to trade with the Texans. And then all the cases started coming out. And then he missed part of the 2022 (laughs) season, 11 games, because of those sexual uh, assault allegations. Mm -hmm. And everybody last year was like, oh, well, you know, you like a guy who hadn't played in a year and a half. Let's see him with an offseason under his belt. Let's see him next season in 2023. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look great still. Got it. Just two games in. Uh, but I had to highlight this part from this article. <clears throat> it said, uh, Cleveland's head coach said as much as the spring on the team's website, quote, certainly for Deshaun to have that season under his belt and learn everything that's happened last year and in the past, he'll be a better player for it, and I think we'll all be better for everything, end quote. The article says, think again. (laughs) The player who cost the Browns six draft picks and $230 million has actually been worse. Through two games this season, Watson is completing only 55% of his passes. He's thrown the same amount of touchdowns as he has interceptions, which is two. Mm. (laughs) And he has fumbled three times. He has more fumbles (laughs) than he does touchdowns. One of those fumbles was returned for what ended up being the game-winning score in Monday night's loss to Pittsburgh. Mm-mm. He's making poor decisions. He just does not look like a good quarterback. He's holding the ball too long. He's, run, he's scrambling into defenders. He just does not look good. And that was my NFL one thing that caught my attention to say, hmm, that's tough. And especially with them losing Nick Chubb, like yeah, now you really you really would expect your quarterback who you're playing or paying like a franchise superstar to play like a franchise superstar. So <clears throat> they got to figure something out. They, they do. They in the office looking at him right now. Hey, you. You got to figure on, this out. <laughs> Where the playbook at? Where the film at? Do something different. Let me see your phone. Where's the, let me see the log. Like, where you, when the last time you been in the lab? <laughs> yeah, he, hey, he basically finessed him. Yeah, no, ain't no finesse point. around here. Get your ass in that room. Right, sit there get, watch that film. Figure something out. He, he get paid. He like, hey. Ooh, Dwayne with a good comment here. I like the side-by-side comparison of Watson and Mayfield through these two games. Baker is lapping the Sean right now. Which is a crazy thing to say. Shout out to the Bears. <laughs> um, I think that's a good segue into Ken's point here. What's your one thing this week? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but mine is, okay, mine is about Justin Fields, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but quick stats. I want to put some stats up. So, Justin Fields has started 27 games so far. Um, he is 5-22 and 22 in those games. He has been sacked uh, over 100 times. His completion uh, percentage is 59.8. Um, he has thrown for 26 touchdowns and 24 interceptions. Yikes. He has fumbled 31 times. Yikes. And he is averaging um, 156 um, pass, passing yards per game. Um, <laughs> this hurts my heart to say because, like, I'm like, Justin Fields, Fields is my boy. But That's he ain't it. I know, and he's black quarterback, but honestly, he's not, he ain't it. Um, watching like he hasn't been in for a minute, and I've just been trying to 
like you know yeah. be like oh like it's his decision making is piss poor fam. It, it truly like, is there i counted there were seven <laughs> times during the game that on he, sunday on sunday that there were one or two open receivers that he looked at <laughs> and did not throw the ball he literally looked and did not throw the ball so i don't know if i don't know if he's thinking too much i don't know if he's the crazy part about it is that he'll throw an amazing ball it's like mm-hmm. fam like you can throw the ball like throw it like stop holding the ball and he doesn't play with any urgency at all like he backpedals and he's just like uh like whatever like he'll have any urgency or anything and it's like frustrating even though Moore had over he had a, over 100 yards or whatever with like five receptions and stuff like that but multiple times dude seven seven times during that game we could have won that game if he would have just simply just passed the ball Instead of hold, the offensive line fixed everything that we did wrong against Green Bay. We fixed it. The playbook. <laughs> we played this game right. It came down to him not throwing the ball. I'm not cussing no more, <laughs> but I want to cuss. It's it, it is frustrating, fam. Justin feels like I love you, black quarterback all day, fam. But you have to throw the ball, like. Sunday was no excuses that it came down to you. The offensive line, you had ample time to throw the ball this week. You wasn't running for your life. You had time to throw the ball. I but you just held the ball, fam. Huh? I seen him running a couple times on highlights. That was because he, he, he wanted off. Yeah, he, he took to. off running. He didn't have to. And that's so... It's frustrating. <laughs> Again, it's frustrating because we came... We rectified the offensive line. Like, okay, cool. Like, they actually stepped up. Finally. Last How year, they did past week. They did step up. Week. Watch the game. Did you watch the game? <laughs> Don't try to talk shit. You didn't even watch the game. You See, now you're making me cuss. I, I, I seen some. God damn. You didn't, see you didn't even thing. watch the game. I, I watched some. every, I watched oh, every single snap, fam. <laughs> this man had ample time to throw the ball and he just didn't throw it. It seemed, you can tell like when he drops back that he is thinking. Instead of thinking, just the play's there, fam. Like, just throw the ball. I just need you to throw the ball. I want you to be comfortable, fam. And I'm not even going to put it all on you. Before, I didn't want to put it all on Justin Fields. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's the coaching staff. or oh, O-line trash. Oh, he ain't oh, Like, we didn't fix it. Yeah, he don't have no receivers. Oh, we didn't fix the offense around him. We tried, fam. <laughs> we've, been, we've been trying to cater to you, but you're not doing it. Like, last year, our offense was not made for a quarterback as just, like, for Justin Fields. And last year, like, like, like halfway through, y'all kind of adjusted And then the they adjusted towards the end. To make exactly. him run, give him some more running plays. Yeah, and, to make know. him feel more comfortable. Like I say, he had an amazing fantasy season. But, fam, you don't throw over 200 yards, fam. Like, how do you expect us to win games when our quarterback only throws for 150 yards a game? And that man said he was going to throw for 4,000 this year. I was a fool. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll, I'll say it. Ain't no way in the world. He damn near ain't gonna throw for 1500. <laughs> like how he going right now, fam. He's trying to let that motherfucker go. It's irritating, fam. Why throw it to I'm you irritated. when I can run it myself? But he I'm irritated. Because I have to come to the realization that like he's trash and that we trash. <laughs> and that hurts my heart, fam. Because I'll be on here looking up. Y'all make me look a fool every week. <laughs> Okay, so um, <laughs> it is, fam. I can I can feel it. Um, 
comments. Just real quick. KG pointed out the fact that poor Chicago, poor guy, Chicago can't get it right. And then he also pointed out the fact that Diddy broke broke the cuss code Man, and he I've got so frustrated. I didn't cuss at all last week. I don't know if that is true. I did. Run it back. I ain't cuss at all. <laughs> really? Mm. To listen to that. I'm just so used to I said a few niggas. I, well, I don't count that as cussing. Yeah. I, I say that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dwayne pointed out the fact I heard the Bears had one called quarterback run. I'm no head coach, but it feels like they're taking a big part of his game away. And that's part of it. Like the coaching staff should give a little bit, like, hey, we know you're a mobile quarterback. Let's put in a couple more plays designed to get you moving. Yeah. And we saw last year it worked a bit for him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they would take that out completely. Like they're trying to force him into being. Mm-hmm. This pocket presence, and I get, I get it. They got the weapons around him, so on and so forth. But like, if you have the talent to scramble, mm-hmm. you should find a way to try to incorporate that into the game in ways uh, that can be beneficial to the offense. But if you know that he's going to tuck and run on a bunch of your called pass plays, the defense. I can imagine that you want to limit the amount of hits that he takes. So like calling a design run might <clears throat> he don't slide. slide he don't slide that's that young that's that young stuff <laughs> he don't slide Jordan Love ain't want to slide he's trying either. to drop his shoulder every boy. time what's the the quarter the Anthony rookie quarter Anthony Richardson that boy ain't want to slide either and man he had his hit the back of his he head he ain't finished neither one of these first two games yet uh-huh. <laughs> yeah like I because like they did the highlight package at um, like during halftime of the Packers game and. Terry Bradshaw made some comment about like you gotta learn not to take all those hits and I'm like mm-hmm. I didn't like the way that he said it but then when I like digest yeah, so the what, message what he it's was like saying. yeah it's right some, like from all white man you know just something. Justin Fields only ran four times on Sunday mm-hmm. and I don't believe any of those were a, a, like a dialed in no so he just it was just play, him yeah. taking off but him taking off when we have open receivers that's the problem I saw I saw somebody on. Twitter had put together a video and they just highlight the, the open dude and, they, yeah. and it, it did what you said they, yeah. you saw him go through his he progression he's he literally looked, looked stare him down and then, take and then off. he went like this yeah, like oh oops <laughs> not a in front not a here fam like you protection wasn't the O-line if we I'm telling you go back for the O-line played great this man did not throw the ball he holds the ball too long it's so frustrating one I've kind of been like wondering this for a couple years like wondering out loud I'm like are we sure like when they were like no we're not gonna take quarterback number one or like are we, are we sure, sure that was the right Justin move Fields is the guy? <laughs> like he hadn't really shown anything mm-hmm. and like part of it, like I don't we can't play the what if game but I do wonder if they threw him out there too quick like when they it felt like they moved mm-hmm. on to him as starting quarterback because whoever y'all had like his rookie year Mm-hmm. Was at was it Foles? Yeah, it was Nick Foles. Okay, yeah, and it's like he was ass, but again, like he seems to Foles be one winner, of the people though. that needed to sit a and like a really bit, get acclimated. Like if he would have got the Justin Justin Jordan Love treatment, like he'd even, be well better off. Yeah, you got to have the right quarterback to sit behind too in that situation. You do, but it, like they moved to him as a starting quarterback out of desperation, <laughs> not out of Chill he's out. ready to be thrown out there. It's like I said it when they did him like. I don't think you need to be throwing him out there that early because but he's not it, ready and you're going to get, like, bad habits. And, like, now he thinks, yeah, you know, so I got to bail. You know what I mean? Like, so they may have ruined him going forward because, yeah. like, they threw him it's out It's all mental play. now. Like, everything is all – like, he has the talent. He can do everything. Like, it's all mental now. His mental clock is thrown off because he ran the entire season last year. Yeah. It's but it's just so frustrating. I'm like, dude, like, look. 
yeah. you're wide open. And you, that, the thing that really, I was like, fam, you're looking right at <laughs> two of them. I was like, that's maybe, the easiest Maybe he's like Jameis and he need contacts or something. Oh, man. I forgot Jameis and you couldn't see That's like my that. dude, man, Jameis. Triple T in the comments said, bear Bring down and out. <laughs> Ha ha ha. Ha ha. It's for me. Ja, 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 ja. <laughs> and then on the, uh, well, one, KG added that somebody need to grab that man a chair. Hey, don't, man. We don't need to get Ken no chairs. It's, it's, it's get real ugly. <laughs> and then Dwayne added about Anthony Richardson that he going to have a short career if somebody don't talk to him. Yeah. And that's part of growing up as a quarterback. You know, mm. when you're younger, you feel invincible. I mean, that's even. Remember in, Lamar did. Lamar did And the then for thing. a while. And like, Aaron mm. Rodgers didn't slide at first when he started. As a starter, like, because he hey, he has some y'all wheels. Need, y'all need to talk to Tom Brady. This man playing till he's forty because <laughs> he don't take hits. He get that ball. He only like been hurt what one time. He only got hurt what once his entire career, and he been playing since he's forty. Like, yeah, slide. Uh, KG also added that he's a run first quarterback, but he doesn't have a body like Josh Allen to sustain it. Josh Allen barely got a body to sustain it. He been having shoulder problems and all kinds of, of stuff. Hits. He just played through it, but like... He think he Tebow. He be trying to... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tebow, what? Tebow... <laughs> that was a big boy. The, hey, he could he could do it. Because Tim, Tim Tebow wasn't a throwing quarterback anyway. Anthony Richardson's a big dude, too. Like, he's yeah. built like a tight Desmond man. Ritter has a Tebow throw. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a good note in the NFL section. Um, <laughs> that's a Tebow throw. That's a Tebow funny. throw. Hey, man, put some, put some respect on Tebow, bro. He's a winner. What kind of respect? He's a winner. Okay. He's a winner. Tell the rock. Yeah, moving on um, from that. Wait, really quick before I do. Next week, the Bears, who do y'all have? Oh, lol. <laughs> <laughs> what do they got, Dallas? Uh-uh. They got the Chiefs in, in, they, the Chiefs in on, Arrowhead, fam. fam. Come on, fam. <laughs> Oh and three. Hey, the Chiefs have been wrong. Hey, we might. Uh, mm. All right, wh- what? What? <laughs> you might what? Hey man, we can pull it off, man. I don't know. That's that. That's that fan though. <laughs> like, come out, yeah, man. You gotta change. Oh no, man. Just not. Just don't get blown up. With Chris Jones and Kelsey back. Oh, they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the only business thing. <laughs> And y'all gonna be on the road, yeah, so it's gonna be that's a tough one. All right, we'll I guess my home. We we'll lose about thirty. It's cool. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Natasha, Cl- Natasha Cloud called her shot. She got thirty. Mm. Sent the game in overtime. Okay. Oh, man, we're gonna get blown up. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, and then Packers have Saints. I think we said the who the Vikings got next. Actually, let me see. Let's go. Let's go to the division. Uh, is it Bengals? Chargers, I think. It was Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. It was Chargers. Yeah. It's some, one of the 0 2 teams. And then the Lions, the Detroit Lions, the whole NFC North the lost <laughs> this past yeah, week, which helped well. the Packers' loss feel a little bit better to me, where I was like, ah, at least. Lose no exactly. Where is Detroit? Detroit next week. They got the Falcons. Good luck stopping that run game <laughs> next week. Oh, Dwayne called his shot. One and two Vikings yeah. next week. We'll see. At least the Chargers land. <laughs> <laughs> Can go either way. It really could. I I really can't call it. Uh, the Chargers are the Vikings. I can't call AFC. it. I might spoil it. <laughs> 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 Moving off of NFL, I made a comment on this show when the writer strike and the actor strike happened, and I said, "Hey man, John Cena and The Rock, mm-hmm. they might as well go back to WWE. It ain't got nothing to do." Makes sense. And The Rock appeared on SmackDown on Friday man, because. It was lit. That man to do. is in pure rehab mode right now. Like after them, uh, was it Black Adam Tank? Like he's he's in get back season now. So 
The Rock's appearance on SmackDown was like the biggest social media uh, viewership that WWE has had. I think ever they it was like over a million and like a hundred million, a hundred million different impressions of just his segment on SmackDown. So many back. bleeps. <laughs> Fox went playing with it that. Like, I, like we all like, like uh, Eric said, so like I'll take follow. Dude used to be so mad with the beeps, man. He used to be had his no, little notepad. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> Cause we only bleeped out nigga. That was the only thing. He was sitting there writing. The, Come on, y'all, man. Uh, he almost kicked us out of the studio when Seth came through. <laughs> he came hot too with him. But the Rock appeared on Friday's episode of SmackDown. Earlier on Friday, The Rock made an appearance on Pat McAfee's new ESPN show, and he discussed the possibility of returning at this past year's WrestleMania in a match against Roman Reigns. He said it was a handshake. WrestleMania 39, he was supposed to go and fight Roman Reigns, but then it it fell apart. Mm -hmm. With The Rock appearing on SmackDown, well, one, if you know wrestling, (laughs) when you're talking about things that didn't happen, normally it's for a reason. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then he appears on SmackDown. That's what made me turn it on. Me too. When I got a text. When I saw him on, I was like, oh, he gonna be, he probably gonna be on SmackDown. No. They were in Boulder. Yeah, it only made sense. In Denver. It was like less than an hour away. I was like, yeah, he gonna uh-huh. be on SmackDown. Sam texted me, Tim's wife, my bestie. She texted me, she was like, you about to SmackDown? With the little eye emojis. And I said, no, nah, Norman's not home. Like, I wasn't watching it. She go, girl, the rock on here. I said, let me turn this on real quick. I'm gonna just watch this, this, this little part. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it back off. But, with all this being said, the writer strike, actor strike, John Cena's back in WWE. We know he's going to be there at least until the end of October. The Rock hasn't said like, "Hey, I'm making more appearances," whatever the case may be. But he's mentioned Roman. Uh, we saw Young Rock, <laughs> where he had the little teaser in that show about them fighting each other. <clears throat> Do y'all think that we're heading towards a Roman Reigns versus The Rock match at WrestleMania 40? And are you still interested in seeing that match? Because my initial thoughts was, I was like, ah. this storyline with the bloodline has gone so far now that they can tell it without the rock being in it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I didn't think the storyline would last. What we're, we're being year three now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think we would be here this long. So like if they were, if whoever's the creative team behind the bloodline storyline, Roman Paul and Paul and whoever else in the back is doing this, I'm sure there's a way they can put the rock back into it. That makes so much sense. But do y'all want to see it? So when he was on McAfee, like I texted my brother, and I'm like, I feel like the I feel like the moment passed, passed. because mm-hmm. like they set up like 40 is Cody's moment. Like they've already set that up. Like that's what it seems like they're building towards. Like that is the star making vehicle for Cody Rose. Like mm-hmm. the storyline doesn't really make sense if you know, like finishing the story doesn't actually happen. And so at WrestleMania, yeah, well, this is next year WrestleMania. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it's like, can you really string it out in a you know a year and a half from now? Like it just it mechanically, it just feels like the story kind of has to be Cody. Then SmackDown happened. The Rock was there. The reaction was the reaction. I'm like. It's ah, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, it's the Rock, it's Roman yeah, Reigns. They yeah. got new ownership. Yeah. There's no way that they're gonna be like, oh no, maybe we should, you know, Cody got to finish the story. That's what we said. Like, they nah, say, they sorry, like, Cody. The Rock says he wants to do it. <laughs> the Rock we're gonna says, pay the Rock to do it Rock, because we're gonna make Rock. it back tenfold. So, um, no, you're wrong. I wasn't interested in it, but like, I, first of all, like, I fuck with everything that the bloodline has done thus far so mm-hmm. 
if they have the story, then let's do the story. Um, I do think it screws Cody, but sorry for you. Yeah, I'm not here for it. <laughs> because of Cody. Yeah, just because of Cody. Um, I feel like I do feel like the moment has passed. Again, like I trust the process and I trust the storytelling because like it's been amazing. Like it's mm. literally been the best thing in in wrestling what the past like three years. Um, it just got to make sense. Um, because then Cody's story doesn't make sense. So it's just like I don't that that's the only thing. Like if we can. Make it all if everything can make sense and Cody like because then Mark and Roman then who Cody Cody has to wrestle somebody in night night one who we, we go you can't we don't know yet that's, that's what I'm saying yeah. so it's just like who what and Cody's like, already gonna... on record saying like Seth's belt don't count yeah that yeah <laughs> like, he's, he's not like, going no, for that I'm going for the title that Roman got what if Roman Rock isn't a title match what if. He already. Mm. Is this what if Rock screws Roman at Royal Rumble? Cody wins. Cody gets his belt. You get Rock and Roman at. Uh, I mean, there's there, yeah. Still. There's ways yeah. you can get to it. And Cody still gets his belt. But does it like take? Just, it just won't culminate of, at WrestleMania. Right, right. Like, does it take something off it where it's like it's not Mania though? It's a big four. Yeah. Though. Then it's like, who does Cody fight at Mania? Then if he already the winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That, like then it just becomes a wrestling story. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Then it ain't. It's not the crowning achievement. That's what I'm saying. Mania, Ooh, we. I I see nerd nerd world order hey, what's going in on? the chat. What the, up? I, he's saying the IWC is saying Phil might show up. I, listen, let me let me be let me be frank with you. Come on, man. I know he ain't talking about CM Punk. He is talking yes. about CM. Punk. Hey, bro, get get off get off our line. <laughs> Nobody care about no CM Punk. Fan. CM Punk's pop if he came back to WWE would be. It'd be huge. It'd be huge pop. Boom. But like, I don't see him just Trash. jumping into the main event picture if he did come back. But I will say this: put him the, in the ring with Cody. With, get him out of here. I will say this with the the Cody aspect of it. I mentioned, I think we talked about last week. Or was that just us talking? I don't remember if it was on the show or not. But with J or with Cody being the one to bring Jay over to Raw. Like that kind of keeps him somewhat tied in to the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And I think that little thread is nice. I love the segment they had with Kevin Owens where he's like, let me just talk to you. Why would you bring him here? Yeah. I love seeing baby faces all in the ring together, but one being like, I don't rock with this decision that you made. Sammy like, oh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, like, hey, everybody's that's, new That's chance. my man. That's my guy. And Kevin Owens sitting there looking like, yeah, all right. <laughs> like, the way, right now in wrestling, I'm not going to act like I have been super invested in the whole picture of wrestling. The bloodline has been the the piece that's kept me coming back. Mm-hmm. But now seeing what's been happening with Seth Rollins, seeing how big Seth is, okay. seeing the way they have repackaged my boy Shinsuke Nakamura. I love this heel version of Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Seeing his star power there, seeing what's going on with Judgment Day, who was not I was not sold on at first. No, it, it works. But it works, and the heat that Dominic gets cracks me up every time. This man the man can't, can't, can't cut talk. A <laughs> they are just booing over him. <laughs> like it's they're they're heading in a direction that that can be really really exciting for wrestling. And then Jade Cargill's probably coming over oh, to WWE. I heard she in the Performance Center this week. So I'm like, like I'm like Tim, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca's been out. Like she gonna come back soon. Like there's so many different pieces here. Give us that for Mania. You're right. Give Rhea us. was the key. Uh, Triple T yeah, also added that he hopes was. Roman and The Rock make an appearance when they come here. SmackDown oh, so will be in be Milwaukee lit. October 27th. They have already announced that Roman will be at SmackDown in Milwaukee mm-hmm. along with John Cena. We have not heard about The Rock. 
That'd but hopefully, dope. like you said, yeah, that would be so pissed if they <laughs> like, like on some hater shit. Like, just because I can go, like, I'm, if the Rock come, I'm gonna be mad. I will pass out if the Rock is there. <laughs> pass I'm out. Like, That's funny. Hey, Noman, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> if we at SmackDown and we hear the, if you smell, you better be ready to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> I will hand on forehead. It's gonna look like a Michael <laughs> Jackson concert. <in> there. <laughs> 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 and our seats might be on TV. You might see me actually pass out on the right the man in the I said The Rock. <laughs> that, that would be Sam the doing it. <laughs> Don't let me and Sam. Yeah. And, man, listen. Anywho, wrestling's kind of exciting right now. I should also mention the fact I mentioned that John Cena's back, but Batista also came out and said, hey, listen, WWE. I forgot about Batista. He's if, an actor too. if y'all have some need for me, if you think of a storyline that's interesting, I'm not about to wrestle. Batista was very clear about that. He said, I have retired from in ring competition. My last match was taking Triple H. That's it. But if y'all want me to come back for some other storyline development, like manage, whatever it might be, like I'm open to that. No. I'm here for if it. If he's not going to wrestle. He ain't going to wrestle. If he was wrestling, then I would be like, absolutely not. But Because that was terrible. What we need him back for if he's not I don't know. That's what he said. If it's a storyline that makes sense, he said, I will come back. I'm not gonna act like I'm not gonna be excited to see Batista. <laughs> I missed his run too as, as champion. Yeah, I wasn't really. Wa- I wasn't really no, watching either. Batista's run was nice. Yeah, I didn't even the animal was. I saw some evolution. We talked about. We were talking about it uh, before off air, where I was like, there were characters that I thought were mean until like I actually watched it, and we were talking about like sitcoms and stuff. But Batista's one of those where I, I wasn't watching wrestling during his entire run. I just assumed he looked like a heel, so I just assumed he was heel mm-hmm. that entire time. So then when I went back and watched, well, and saw he went back and time. looked into it, it was like, no, nah, dude was a face for pretty much the entirety of his run. I was like, oh, yeah. the more you know. Give me what I want. That isn't what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Give me what I want. Okay. Yeah, Tell I do wonder, though, if they're kind of skirting the rules skirt, skirt. of the strike. Because you're I, not really supposed to be doing anything. No. Who else? Uh, Drew Barrymore? Who, no, no, we know what happened with Drew Barrymore. It was the guy, I think it's uh, she it was Rob, trying to give it up. Oh, Rob Riggle. <laughs> he was saying like, hey, listen, like if I can do more with sports right now while this is going on, I'm going to do it. Drew Barrymore, why? She, was, she said, she forget was like, all this. Hey, My whole show coming back. They for to watch me. <laughs> and like to be fair I think that she was saying like I have a staff of like 100 people I have 4 writers and I'm in the the actors guild like nobody like everybody else's mm-hmm. job could potentially go away cause like they can just dump her show mm-hmm. yeah. and everybody's fired mm-hmm. for like 5 people that it, it actually affects so it's like I get I mean yeah. one of the last things on the, the docket but I'll say here I mean another casualty of the strike partly was winning time like oh HBO was canceling winning time after season Trash. 2 was the last season there's no more winning time the writer's strike and actor strike had a piece to do with it but also I heard viewership wasn't where they hoped it would be still one of Which, the best shows on TV like now everybody's like oh my god I can't believe they canceled the show it's like yeah, I didn't know y'all talking about it, it. Yeah, one what time talking about? like yeah. while it was on and it's like I've been saying it like the entirety of it's run and especially in the last couple months like been, yeah. please watch this show cause mm-hmm. it's good and I feel like it's not gonna come back. So, and like what I found out after the fact, like I didn't realize it was the season finale coming up because it's like the seventh episode of, this, mm-hmm. of the season. Mm-hmm. That's because they cut it down from 10 to seven even before the strike happened. So 
it was already on thin ice. People weren't watching it. The strike didn't help. They didn't promote it at all for nope. season two. Like, yeah, no. I just happened to be on HBO Max. <laughs> and, saw it. and it was like, oh, yeah, it premieres on Sunday. I'm like, dog, I, I am the target audience for this show. It's a historical and drama on HBO about basketball. Like, there's yeah. nothing. Like, that's the three, the holy trinity of <laughs> shit for me, like, entertainment-wise. And I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, part of that is the actor strike because they can't yeah. do any press or promo for it. So, like, it's not like they were doing interviews or anything like that. But, like, then it falls back on HBO. It's like, you have synergy with all these companies, like, yeah. under your umbrella. Like, run a commercial. Run something. Yeah. Do something. Uh, online ad <laughs> campaign. Something. Like, they, did, they didn't believe in the show. Um, but it was well acted. I still... I'm kind of holding off on watching the finale just because it's like, I haven't I haven't watched I gotta catch up on like three episodes I believe see I'm the part of the reason why like they got canceled because I definitely <laughs> uh, forgot like I just I like to watch it back to back to back and I feel like that that was probably part of the problem is one the streaming model like people kind of let stuff build up to binge but mm-hmm. then also it feels like one of those shows where people intend to watch it's like oh yeah that's that's back. With me <laughs> that's that back. was me oh, I'm gonna watch it and then like a million other things are yeah, come going on, on or sports mm-hmm. is back you know yeah. football is back now and it's just we're not in that era anymore of more is more in TV mm. and streaming and everything like There's everybody so was just like gobbling options. up co- content yeah. and content and like now it feels like all the companies are kind of pulling back on that because it's expensive mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and now with these like basically what they're negotiating with negotiating over with the strikes is people getting paid for streaming stuff. It's like, if we gotta pay y'all more, we're not gonna do as much streaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just talked for a very long time, so. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else, please. Alright, well, let's move on into the WNBA playoffs. Playoffs? playoffs. <laughs> Two series are complete. Semifinals begin on Sunday, September 24th. And let me just, I understand they got to schedule games when they schedule games, but part of my problem with WNBA playoffs is that it's on during football. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I'm like, I want to watch this, but I have to watch my Packers. I'm, I'm watching, Red, so it, the, the, the semifinals starting on Sunday, I was like, huh, another football Sunday yeah. that's in competition with WNBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. But the Aces won their series against the Chicago Sky. They won 2-0. Mm-hmm. And then the New York Liberty, just as we were sitting here recording, finished out their series against the Mystics, winning 2-0. They won game two in overtime. Uh, let's see. There are two, or there's another series at 1-0. Wings in the Dream. Dallas leads that 1-0. Game two is going on as we speak right now. And then there's one series that's tied 1-1. Connecticut Sun and the Minnesota Lynx. Game three for that one is tomorrow at 7 p.m. I expect the Sun to yeah. pull that one off. Yeah, so the Liberty will play the winner of the Sun Lynx matchup, and then the Aces will play the winner of the Wings Dream it don't matchup. Matter. It, yeah, <laughs> we're getting closer, y'all, to what I want to see: Aces and Liberty in the finals. Okay. Per Mark Spears, a mystery. Eastern Conference team has held trade talks around Damian Lillard. Ooh. A mystery team. Who do you think that mystery team could be? And also, Ooh. I do want to ask y'all, do y'all think that Dame gets traded before the season starts? Yes. Uh, one, I wish I wore a hoodie because I have... Conspiracy, conspiracy brother. Conspiracy brother. Uh, but yeah, I actually do. I think 
it seems like everybody's kind of back now and i feel like they'll want to get this done before training camp so i think we're in the end game now for dame mm-hmm. um but i mean i obviously i could be wrong <laughs> but i just feel like we're getting close um my conspiracy brotherhood talk is <laughs> one okay so something happened yesterday where i'm like what does this mean Kelly Oubre signed with Philly. All summer, they've been like, the Heat are going to sign Kelly Oubre after they get the Dame deal done. I'm like, what do you know? <laughs> it seems like odd time. Like, maybe Philly was like, take it or leave it. You know, mm-hmm. bird in the hand is better than two in the bush or whatever the, the saying is. And it's like, you got a job. <laughs> we got it here for you. You can keep waiting on Dame, but that may or may not happen. And they just like, Panicked and was like, "Okay, I'll take it." Mm-hmm. Or he knows he ain't going to Dame ain't going to Miami. Mm. It's like I don't. I, I'm not saying he's going to Philly, but like maybe he he's just like, "I'm moving on from the Heat because this ain't gonna be this ain't I gonna work <clears throat> the way I thought it would." But you can't go back to Portland. Hmm. But you can't go back to Portland. Who? Uber? Oh no. Yeah. Never mind. You <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um. So then that kind of brought me back over to Giannis keeps coming back, like, applying pressure. It's like, he's going to get the max, whatever. So it's not a money thing. It's he wants the Bucks to do something. They already signed his brother. They already signed his other brother to a G League contract. Like, they don't took care of the family thing. So, again, it's like, what is he trying to apply pressure to them to do? What does that mean? What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, I'm not saying that they have the ammunition, but, like, there was a report. I forget who it was. It was either Shams or, uh, what's his name, Mark Stein. Spears or Stein. Yeah, Spears was this one. But, like, Stein, somebody reported they were, like, they're considering three-team options where a vet goes to a third team. The third team then sends, like, all their young pieces to Portland. I'm like, well, Bucks have a vet. That has trade value, Drew Holiday. That's the um, only, to to be clear, that is the only, that's the only way. vet that they can actually trade. I see Triple T in the comments talking about Chris Middleton putting up deuces. They can't trade Chris Middleton until I believe December fifteenth, and Brooke can't be traded until January because they just signed their contract. So yeah. that's not gonna happen this off season. It has in. to be Drew. Um, Which I am not. <laughs> that's the one where I was like. Mm. <laughs> but again, like I do wonder if this is him. Like, yo, I want another star with me. Like, Drew's great, but somebody take the load off me offensively, opens up the floor, blah, 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 whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I just wonder if that's connected. Like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just Giannis wants some attention and he getting it in August by talking about his contract a year from now. I don't know. But, like, that was the where it's like, could this involve the Bucks and, like, some what way. would that look like? That'd be crazy. And that will be a surprise because we haven't heard anything about that. And yeah, because the Bucks, when you look at it just straight up, you're like the Bucks don't have mm-hmm. the pieces to make this to trade make happen. happen. Mm-hmm. So if it's a third team getting like, who knows what that is? And I mean, Dame was listing his teams that he wanted to play for before he was talking about it. I can see Brooklyn being that team too. Uh, <laughs> and tri- <laughs> Triple T tomorrow. Drew was at church on Sunday. I'm gonna ask him. You finna get traded. Uh, one thing I will say about Drew, and y'all know how I feel about Drew Holiday, but he did mm-hmm. make mention of the fact that after this contract is up, he was possibly going to retire. And if that is the case... Well, then he has no trade value. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I'm not sure yeah. how widely known like mm-hmm. how widely known that is. People really believe what he's saying, whatever the case may be. But, like, if that is the case, 
then the Bucks would be better off trying to get an asset back for him if he is planning to retire in two years. How old is Drew? 30. Yeah, 30. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Early 30s. Well, he way young. That's not right. I was just going to say, hey, hey. Dang. Drew is 33. Oh, no, it's close. Yeah. Okay, it's about my age. Oh, yeah, you know like, my age. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Middleton's 32. About, about my age. <laughs> yeah, we, we the old bucks out here. Too. You can take his church uh, comment off. <laughs> we the buckaroos out here. Right. KG added that Giannis at this point will have to show himself on the court. He keeps talking now time to show it himself. That's part of it. Uh, he's, of course, putting pressure on the front office. But like you said, he got to do some. Tim? What you think about Dame? Who's the, who do you think the mystery team is going to be, and do you think he gets traded before the deadline? I shouldn't say the deadline. I'm sorry, before the season opens up. Wait, um, Google, what y'all know? Because <laughs> I, I Google Drew Holiday, and it says teammates: Chris Middleton, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant. Hmm. Anyway, I um, breaking news. <laughs> right, I'm like, what? <laughs> there were some scuttlebutt about New York possibly being the other. See, that the was Knicks. My, that yeah. was my team. Yeah, I was going to say the, the Knicks. I think they have some firepower that they can kind of slide over if they want to try to go in for Dame. But bringing him in as the face of the franchise, however long, um, in the New York market for a team like the Knicks Dame that has time. enough pieces right now to be able to. They just they, fell in love with Bronson. I was just going to say that. That was such a They did, him. but I mean, they always that? searching. They always searching for stuff. But Dame time in New York would be, would be crazy. Imagine that'd be lit. Uh, forever, how for however long he decides to. But mm-hmm. how old is Bronson? Twenty seven. Yeah, I was like, he, he's pretty young. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Brooklyn, I can see more than the Knicks. Dame is also thirty three. That's why I'm like, I don't know. If I was a Knicks fan, I don't know if I'd be super excited about the pro- – like, you just saw you had a good point guard. Like, you saw that Brunson can do it. No, he, yeah, he's it. And he's six years younger, so you would have more playing time with him mm-hmm. than – but that's just my opinion on it. The Knicks could yeah. be like, we want we want the superstar. They can go and also, do Also, Dame low-key probably had his best season last year. Like, the Blazers were trash, but he was, yeah, he was he not was the problem yeah. at all. Not at all. Oh, one last thing about Conspiracy Brother part. Giannis and – Dame have always like Wanted to had a mutually other. you know mutual admiration society type of relationship mm-hmm. where like who's the one player you want to play with Dame who's the one player you want to play with Giannis so I mean that could just be them talking in interviews but I mean Dame they have said it publicly Dame said it Giannis has also mentioned Steph Curry but Dame I love Milwaukee no he, well maybe I mean he been in Portland I was about to say that's why I Oklahoma stopped myself like yeah. well it won't be too big of a no actually it will be a culture shift because. I'm not going to finish that thought. Um, <laughs> Jesus. You got any other Dame thoughts you want to get off? Um, no. I'm not. You know you're not pitching the Lakers? I mean, I don't want to be that guy. Since when? I mean, you know. Since today. We still got one of the goats on our team, so I'm good. Y'all do? He going to say some NBA history, too. A lot of seasons played under his belt. Okay. Gotcha. I was like, what? <laughs> no, yeah, just just longevity. K, or Triple T's the Knicks want Giannis. They've wanted Giannis for a very long. That's not new Everybody news. Wants Everybody wants Giannis. The the photoshops are crazy. I love seeing him in a Lakers jersey. I'm not gonna lie. That that's another like it's. I thought you said you ain't wanna be that guy. <laughs> just said. <laughs> I just said I love to see him in a Lakers. Hey, I, I, I didn't say bring him. Right, right, I just said right. I like seeing him in a Lakers jersey. That's all. 
KG added that Damon McCall would be nice, but he will be back to square one like Portland. Yeah. Just in yeah. New York. Just in New York. Yeah. Bigger market. Okay. Can, but I made it to the big time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think Brooklyn's going to be nice. Um, not like championship nice, but they got pieces that they can start building around. Some transaction and injury news. I forgot. NFL is such a violent sport football is. There are just so many injuries and whatnot. So we mentioned Joe Burrow aggravating his calf. There's still an evaluation process. We're not sure if he's going to be playing next Monday. We mentioned Nick Chubb. He suffered a severe leg injury during Monday Night Football. I wasn't watching at the time because they had two Monday Night Football games on at the same time. I was watching the other game. That sounds like some NBA shit. <laughs> right. And I was seeing Twitter going like, hey, Nick Chubb got hurt. He got carted off. And then I saw somebody say they didn't show the replay. So then I knew it was about to be bad. So I don't need to see it either. Then I happened to see it because that's how Twitter works. works. (laughs) And I said, oh, my God. Prayers up to Nick Chubb. That's a that's a severe injury. And that's the same knee that he hurt a couple years ago. Yep. And when he hurt his knee back in 2015, he had dislocated his left knee towards MCL, PCL and AC or LCL. And now he injured that same leg again. Damn, I said a few years ago. 2015 is not a few years ago. It just feels like it. (laughs) It just feels like it. The Cardinals play safety Buda Baker on injured reserve. Did he ever get paid? Like, I know he was holding out, but that might have been last year. Uh, He won't think he was holding out this year. year. Eagles uh, defensive back Avante Maddox will have surgery on his surgery this week to repair Torn Peck, and it will keep him out indefinitely, potentially for the season. Giants running back Saquon Barkley is week to week with a sprained ankle. The Lions have, they had some tough injury luck this past week. Mm-mm. Uh, C.J. Garner-Johnson is feared to have suffered a torn pec. Oh, ah. no. David Montgomery oh, uh, didn't finish Sunday's so. game, and he was limping afterwards and said he was going to need a couple weeks at least for his quad injury. And then Lions pass rusher James Houston suffered a fractured ankle. Jeez. So he's going to be out at least six to eight weeks. All that being said, we talked about the NFC North, division being open. Lions were the favorites. They're getting hit early with some very severe injuries to that team. Packers offensive lineman Elgin Jenkins mentioned this. He suffered an MCL spring during that game against the Falcons. He's going to be out a few weeks. Panthers cornerback uh, J.C. Horn, he's being placed on injury reserve. He has a hamstring injury. Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. has an ankle injury. Odell. Odell. <laughs> but they're saying he might be week to week. Like they, He should be able to play through his injury. I, I also heard that he might with be. With Kim K, right? Yeah, he's yeah, out here with Kim that. K. And Travis Kelsey out here with Taylor Swift. He ain't Just wrong. musical chairs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's like, he ain't, hey, but he ain't wrong. <laughs> Steelers place wide receiver Deontay Johnson on injured reserve. And then Vikings swing tackle uh, Ale Udo. He was carted off during their last game. And he suffered a season ending quad injury. Mm. On the NBA side of things, New Orleans Pelicans guard Jose. Alvarado, Jose, Jose, Jose. That's the only reason you put that there. <laughs> yeah. He suffered an ankle in, uh, ankle sprain during his workout, and his availability for training camp is in question. I didn't realize we were that close to training camp. Until it's like two weeks. Week. Yeah, it's like right. two weeks away now at this point. MLB injury. The Angels announced that uh, Shoei Otani, uh-huh. he's been placed on injured the injured list, and with his oblique injury, and he won't play anymore this season. I thought I saw somebody he cleaned his lockers out too. Is there some like contract dispute stuff happening with him after yeah. this year? Mm-hmm. Do y'all think he go back? 
he's going to get paid. Yeah, I don't know so where. Go, you have to pay him. <laughs> but oh. are the Angels going to pay him? Uh, Some of the Angels have uh, Trout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they was about to trade him at the deadline, and then His when they con. was making the playoff push around that time, yeah, they, they decided, decided to keep not to. Him. Trade with yeah. him. Oh, uh, Shelly. Yeah. And then they lost like 12 straight. Game. Mm. <laughs> right after that. Okay, that's tough. All right. NFL transaction news. The Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes restructured his contract. He now is going to be making $210.6 million. Jesus. Between 2023 and 2026, which is the most money in the NFL history over a four-year span. His compensation is guaranteed over that time. And they also said that in 2026, they're going to come back to the table and revisit it, and then they can give him some more money possibly then. So, like, back in the day, WCW gave... Kevin Nash and Scott Hall a deal where they were guaranteed to be the highest paid wrestlers in the company. Mm-hmm. So every time somebody got brought in at a higher number, like they would get a new contract. And it feels like that's what, that's what the Chiefs are doing. It's like, hey, every time somebody becomes the highest paid player in the NFL, we got you. I ain't mad at it. It's just a trigger. Right, yeah, basically, right. It's just like, because once uh, Burrow got his extension, Patrick Mahomes dropped to actually being eighth among all quarterbacks. Yeah, he was like, come on now. How many Super Bowls? Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how many MVPs? Come on, show me the money. Hey. Some NBA transactions. We mentioned Kelly Oubre. He's going to Philly. Mm-hmm. Taj Gibson. He's going to the Washington Wizards on a one-year deal. He's thirty-eight years old. It's going to be his fifteenth season. And the Lakers. Uh, yeah, they they uh, signed a contract extension with Jared Vanderbilt. Four-year, forty-eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. $48 million. Definitely happy about that. Good for both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Rockets are apparently actively engaged with multiple teams <laughs> on a Kevin Porter Jr. trade. Hmm. Well, most thing they'll get is a bag of chips. Dog. They're trying to say, hey, we're going to give y'all a bunch of second rounders for y'all to take him off our hands. A bag of chips. Like, basically, like, they're using him as dead money and because of the way his contract was structured because they didn't trust him to begin with <laughs> like he's only guaranteed for this season mm-hmm. well only fully guaranteed for this season and then going forward cool. it's kind of like an NFL contract where mm-hmm. they can cut him if they need to which uh-huh. is pretty do. much <laughs> a guarantee at this point so um, like they're like hey we'll incentivize you to take his money we'll take back some stuff that may be able to help us on the court more than uh, Porter Jr. will mm-hmm. And you guys get cap relief going forward. Mm-hmm. Something's better than nothing. Yep. Basically. So we'll see if any teams take that bait because then you have to deal with the uh, look the PR. Yeah, the fact that you're trading for a guy who's accused of domestic violence. Jesus. Um, and yes, shells. I did say Taj Gibson. He is back. <laughs> he is about to be hooping for the Wizards. A couple blow the whistles before we get out of here. I'll be very quick. Uh, I'm blowing the whistle on Colorado fans. Mm-hmm. And you can remove the Taj Gibson. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm blowing the whistle on them because if you missed Colorado's 43-35 to 35 double overtime victory over Colorado State. Happy up at 1 in the morning watching football. First of all, mm-hmm. one far in the morning, too fam. late. I fell asleep I during really the first overtime. I was up at 1 in the morning, bro, watching football. I and I saying, loved like, it. It only started getting good as I fell asleep. And it was great. <laughs> like, that game was garbage for the first three and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. She doing nice, though. During that yes. game, uh, Henry Blackburn, uh, DB for Colorado State, mm-hmm. placed a late hit on wide receiver cornerback Travis Hunter. Mm-hmm. It was late. 
Hunter actually suffered a lacerated liver from that hit. He is absolutely going to be out this weekend against Oregon, and it's possibly going to be longer than that. Mm-hmm. It's a dirty hit for sure. I think that yeah, Blackburn should have been ejected from the game. He was not. They continued to play on. Colorado ends up winning in double overtime. Colorado fans, though, started issuing death threats against Henry Blackburn for the hit that he put on Travis Hunter. That's crazy. And I am blowing the whistle on those Colorado fans because, again, it is never that serious never, never. to be issuing death threats against somebody over a game. No, that's ridiculous. It is not that serious. And I love the fact that Deion Sanders came out as well in his press conference to reiterate the fact that that's not okay. Nobody should be doing that. He said, was the hit late? Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But regardless of what it was, what it shouldn't be <laughs> is death threats for this man. Like, leaked his address online. Yeah, like, like y'all were doing way <clears throat> too much. And a lot of sport fans, they they told that line. Like, it, it's it's y'all go over the line mm-hmm. too many times. Habitually. Even yep. with uh, the Vikings running back, uh, Madison. Okay. He was getting death threats. Like, and racist comments. But, like... Fan, like I understand being a fan of a team. We're all fans of teams here, but like, don't forget these are human beings, and it's a game. Exactly. It's a game. It's never that serious for death threats. My blow the whistle was on Colorado fans, and also those Viking fans. I'm gonna throw y'all in there too, for just being nasty. Speaking of nasty fans, uh, Kadarius Tony, you're actually getting the blow the whistle because, uh. you know. He had a horrible game week one. Mm-hmm. Dropped a bunch of passes. Looked like looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Basically, justify everything <laughs> the Giants fans have been saying about him for mm-hmm. however many years he was there. Mm-hmm. They were trash to him on Twitter, on social media. He de- deactivates his his, uh, his account. Yep. Well, within your rights, you don't have to take that abuse. Mm-hmm. But what you're not gonna do <laughs> is then come back and talk shit over the weekend, like when the Giants don't look good, like. Kind of, you kind of got to keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, I meant to say it last week. I when we got to the end, I forgot. Um, but my blow the week, this blow the whistle this week is on Vince McMahon. Oh boy, um, what do you do now, Vinny Mac? I mean, for Vince McMahon, it's actually kind of innocuous. But they held. Uh, so last week we mentioned it. WWE and UFC have officially merged. They're now under the umbrella of TKO. Um, I was gonna start singing Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Uh, but today, they held a meeting for employees. First of all, they did a bunch of um, layoffs last week, which sucks for the people that work there. Mm-hmm. But they had an employee meeting today in Stanford at WWE headquarters. Um, Vince McMahon was there. Ari Emanuel, who is like now the president of TKO, was there. Um, and Vince... Like, referred to Ari as his boss, which is weird. Like, Vince McMahon has a boss, like, for the first time in, like, 40 years. Um, but then he also said that the company has stagnated and that this deal was to get them to the next level, which is bullshit because, like, every earnings report that WWE has put out basically since the pandemic started has been record high profits, our yeah. business is doing this, doing that. Like, mm-hmm. they've been exploding for the last three years mm-hmm. at least. Um which to me reads as he needed some type of justification. I don't know if he like had to mentally trick himself or if he's just lying outright lying <laughs> by saying that they were stagnating because like that will require him to come back from his forced retirement mm-hmm. to come back and 
say like, oh, you know, I have to sell sell the company because I have to get it back on the right. Like, no, that's bullshit, fam. Like, you just say you wanted to come back, and this was your way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But like to say that, like to just outright lie and say the company is staying. Like, we have facts that <laughs> very clearly say WWE is doing record business right now, and TK, like, yes, TKO can probably pe- take them to the next level, whatever that is. But like WWE was already on that trajectory as they were prior to his merger so fuck Mr. Man for his lying ass I just saw a post saying that HBO Max is streaming NBA games this upcoming season at no additional cost oh really 65 regular season NBA games the end season tournament NBA All-Star Weekend 2024 NBA playoffs and inside the NBA Hmm. I'm not sure if that's going to be like a uh, what's it called a simulcast where it's aired oh yeah somewhere then also on HBO or mm-hmm. I would think that them moving it all just to HBO Max would be detrimental yeah, be, to the league yeah but exactly we'll see um, rumor that AEW is um, trying to get a deal with um, HBO Max I heard too. that that would actually be good for them because ain't yeah, nobody trying to pay views. $50 for them no, pay-per-view not, not at all but I already got Max so I'll watch that's what I'm saying Like yeah. it's kind of like having Peacock where it's like mm-hmm. yeah I'm watching every pay-per-view because it's here yeah. I pay for Peacock but uh, yeah, that's the show this week. Hope y'all enjoy. Let's see. Parting words this week. Um, tell your people that you're proud of them. Hmm. A lot of people are out here hustling. They doing what they trying to do, whether that's their day job, their, their side job, the mm-hmm. business they starting up, whatever the case Most may stuff. be. It's hard to go through that grind when you're trying to get to the next level of whatever that endeavor is, right? So support your people. Just, hey, I'm proud of you for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You don't know how, you know, that can go a long way. might not feel like much to you, but when people are out here hustling over and over and over, it gets tiring. So yeah. just tell people you're Facts. proud of them and uh, lift up your people. It goes a long way. Yeah. I know I still, I still, I saved texts from my Uncle Tony. And I'll go back and I'll reread him saying, like, I am proud of you or like you are getting better. Keep doing this. And I'm like, you need to see that every so often. I had a friend also tell me recently she had me crying. She was like, my brother saw you on YouTube and, <laughs> and he was so proud of you. And I wanted to tell you, like, we're so proud. of Like it, it people need it. <laughs> you need it. You need that support. And it, it's nice to hear it. So tell the people who you see out here hustling that you're proud of them. Let your people know you're proud of them. Absolutely. Support them. I mean, personally, I need to get better at accepting compliments. Like, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I'm terrible. Like, I, I'm awkward. And yeah. like, Thank you. Like, <laughs> so, on the flip side, I need to be better about that. Yeah, and to that note, accept how dope you are. Because, like, a lot of, like, I'm also somebody who's, like, pretty humble. I don't like bragging or nothing like that. But, like, sometimes when you, when you are that, like, listen, accept it. <laughs> understand your greatness as well because look if you don't understand your own greatness and you can't receive that mm-hmm. it's going to be harder for others to also receive it so if you great if you dope stand on that absolutely let me, let me practice <laughs> you know how dope you gotta be got your face <laughs> on a poster like we cold no no <laughs> yeah no we are we are though yeah we yeah. we also are buy a shirt like we got shirts with this on it yeah, yeah so we got all kinds of merch go do that all right like quarterback i also realized that it was a very uh dark week for the clothing this week they all, all wore I missed the black memo <laughs> oh yeah I need to wear brighter, brighter colors I'm too dark wore the, wore the brown uh, but yeah that's the show this week y'all we hope y'all enjoyed be safe out here in these streets be easy as uh, Tim would say <laughs> yeah weather is changing it's going up and down a lot 
And uh, COVID is still out there. People are getting sick. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all taking the proper precautions. Keep washing your hands. And your ass. Yes. Please. Wash it all. <laughs> and on that note. Yeah, you I was just I was I, gonna I talk was, to him I, after the podcast. Me too. I, I promise God I was. Cause I was like, this fool. This man started the show I'm trying to bring the energy yeah, and then he didn't ain't talk. Yeah. Nothing, no, but I was gonna wait till we got yeah, off. Yeah, I was too, but since we're here. No, since we're here. We ain't doing no therapy <laughs> sessions on <laughs> exactly. here. Uh but yeah, you can catch me or follow me on my social medias. You can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, these PSN, 2K Streets. I gotta learn how to shoot. Um yeah, at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E. Shout out to Cody. He bought a treadmill from me. Ah, Cody. Cody that in the- oh, I was like Cody. I was like Rose. Like what? No, no, what no, is no, he? No, in the- no. I was like, is he in the comments? Yeah. At Bucksburner on Twitter. That's all you get. That is all you get. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, Krs two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. As Catch Him, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I miss y'all until next week. Ahala. Bye, y'all. So who's who's flowing this week? You said who's... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not rapping this week, I can tell you that. This can turn to rap. Hey, man. Hey, for the happy with the alphabet bars. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. <laughs>